I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Guest today is someone who was till last year heading the Integrated Defence Services, which did all the groundwork for the setting up of the position of Chief of Defence Services. That's Vipin Rawat, who has been appointed. Thank you very much, General Dua, for speaking with Hindustan Times. I want to start off by asking you to explain to us in lay terms uh, just what is the role of the CDS going to be? And if you can give us an instance of how that role will kick in. In nearly 70 countries in the world, all the three uh, forces, Army, Navy and Air Force are integrated and they have a higher defense organization because today no one's uh, service can go it alone. And there is a lot to be uh, achieved by integration of these services. And India has been rather late in adopting this step of appointing a chief of defense staff who can integrate the three services together. And uh, then that leads to enhancement of combat potential and resource optimization. So this step has come uh, after a long time and it's a very bold and historic step. So to put it simply, is he going to be the boss of the three chiefs? Uh, well, uh, if I say yes, that will be an oversimplification because for the present moment, our three services are not yet integrated. Uh, if you notice, the Gazette notification gives the CDS a mandate to carry out integration, evolve structures uh, within three years. So they give him a timeline of three years to evolve those structures. But for the, for the present, he will be the principal military advisor he will head the three services chiefs in uh, collective bodies like the chief of staff committee. But the operational control of all three services will remain with the three service chiefs. So what does he do? He is, uh, the, uh, he is the sole uh, advisor as far as all tri-service matters are concerned. What about the Secretary of Defense? Will he report to the CDS? Uh, negative. You see, uh, the milit the CDS will be the principal military advisor. The defense secretary is the defense advisor. Now, where is the difference? Military, arguably, is the significant or the biggest part of defense. However, defense includes a few other facets. For example, defense also includes uh, the defense industry 
which is which has a separate secretary called Secretary Defense Production. There is a Defense R&D, the DRDO as, as is commonly known of. So there is a, that is headed by another secretary level officer. There is a Department of Ex-Servicemen Welfare, another director level, uh, correction secretary level officer. So all these facets, uh, all these departments go through the Department of Defense. Department of Defense uh, is headed by the Defense Secretary. Now, a new department has been created and that department is called uh, the, de uh, the Department of Military Affairs. Now, that Department of Military Affairs will be headed by the Chief of Defense Staffs, ex-officio, and this department will have under it all the three services, Army, Navy and Air Force, and as well as the Integrated Defense Headquarters. Well, some people seem to think that there is going to be an imbalance in reporting. For instance, uh, Congress MP Manish Tiwari has been tweeting, I saw your exchange with him earlier, that who is actually going to be the one calling the shots? If there is a conflict and who will the Raksha Mantri, the Defense Minister, listen to him or the three chiefs? Uh, let me, uh, you mentioned a particular tweet. I also explained there. I have, having been a member of the Chief of Staff Committee myself, uh, I must assure you and assure the country, assure the viewers that normally the service chiefs are in agreement on operational issues. But if there is a contentious issue and if someone has to override somebody, then it's a, it's a military realm and the Chief of Defense Staff will on the advice of his advisors and his advisors, uh, I mean, his three inputs he gets also from the three service chiefs. But yes, to repeat myself, if a contentious decision has to be taken, then he must give that correct decision to the leadership. And that is the sole purpose. Can you give us an example of a situation uh, of conflict, perhaps, where we will see the CDS play a role now that we have a CDS? We have a very limited kitty. I'm talking of the defense budget. And where it comes to uh, modernization of the three forces or capability development of the services, because the kitty is finite and our requirements are more, the CDS will play a very meaningful role in prioritizing the requirements of the services. So whether we should buy a platform for a particular service first or we should buy it after we acquire something for the other service first. So that sort of a synchronization will be done by the CDS. Now, in so doing, uh, instead of each service, uh, you know, doing things on their own, it will be the CDS who will decide priorities and in that he might have to take some uh, hard decisions. Sir, I believe that the original recommendation was to have a five-star general as a CDS and General Bipin Rawat is only a four-star general. What does this uh, difference mean? It was 20 years ago or 19 years ago to be precise that the, when the group of ministers led by Mr. Adwani after the Kargil war recommended the CDS for the first time, the Arun Singh task force that, that looked after the defense issues brought out the nitty-gritties and their recommendation was to have a five-star CDS heading the headquarter integrated defense staff. So to that extent, you're right. However, a lot of time has elapsed and then in 
uh, it was Naresh Chandra Task Force which uh, recommended a four star and of course they called him a chairman uh, chief of staff, uh, permanent chairman, but they recommended a four star officer. And thereafter, a couple of other committees like Shikatkar Committee and other study groups have recommended four star. Now, that is the factual matter. My own take is uh, Sunetra, nowhere in the world today we have a five star CDS or a CDF, etc. Uh, his being four star is actually uh, in no way uh, uh, undermining his position as CDS. Look at the United States. They have tens and twenties of uh, four star officers and they have a huge uh, sort of organization of different uh, uh, combatant commands all over the world. But yet their chairman, uh, joint chief of staff uh, is also a four star. And while other uh, other uh, operational commanders are also four star, it, it does not in any case compromise. We in the armed forces are very uh, hierarchical people. Whether it is four star or five star would not really matter to our hierarchies. And uh, and last sentence, uh, you know, it, it is better that we don't have a five star because nowhere in the world there is five star today in uh, in any democracy at least. And so uh, we'll be better off in uh, equating with other countries as well. And my final question, why is it that the CDS needs his own insignia, his own uniform? Well, CDS needs a new insignia. He is not wearing a new uniform. Uh, as far as I know, and I, I am reasonably sure that I am right, uh, that it is the new insignia, a belt buckle, because, uh, you know, he, he has to have a couple of uh, differentiating or distinguishing insignias on his uniform that distinguish him from being purely an army officer. His uniform remains when, when it's uh, General Bipin Rawat is an army officer, so he wears army uniform. Tomorrow, if there's a chief uh, CDS from Navy or Air Force, they'll wear the respective uniforms. But the belt buckle and the insignia, the accoutrements that he wears, have to have some distinction where he incorporates all three services uh, to symbolize that he actually, uh, he actually belongs to all three services and not to one service at all. Thank you, General Dua, for speaking with Hindustan Times. Thanks for explaining things so very clearly. Thank you. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.